Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, hey, hey. What is up? Happy Friday. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast, everybody. Hope you're having the greatest start to your weekend. Fridays will always be elite and not just because it's a new What We Said podcast episode. Only two in the month where you get them on a Friday and today's your lucky day. So, so happy, happy Friday. And especially because today is a very special episode. It is the day of our five-year podiversary. <laughs> it is not the day. <laughs> we are a few months late. Well, it happened in June. A month late. We're a month late. Uh, but we had to do an episode for the five-year, the big five, because that's a really long time. That is half of a decade. No, I cannot believe that we started this podcast five years ago. That's a majority of both of our marriages I was thinking about. Like, Sophie's seven. She was two when we started this podcast. Lady's like five, I think. So she must, she's as old as this podcast. Yeah, it's really crazy. And I feel like whenever we talk about podcasting with anyone in the space and we say that we started it five years ago, people are shocked Mm -hmm. because that, I mean, it just wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't as popular back then. And I'm I'm proud of us for starting it. We were pioneers, just like our ancestors. (laughs) We're plowing the fields. (laughs) What's the word? We were walking the plains for y'all. Mm-hmm. No, but it's been it's been a journey. So we had to do an episode and chat about it. But first, we've been threading. We <laughs> have been threading. I love threads. I love it. Do you think it's gonna stick? I think if I think it'll stick unless something with the actual app happens. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. isn't it in the its beta form right now? Probably. So if if the app continues to, you know, be functioning user friendly yeah i think it will but i think if they start changing everything up maybe not you know why i think it has potential to really last is because it's it really is seamlessly integrated with instagram yeah and it makes it so much easier i was thinking about i'm like hmm, why does this feel exciting and it feels like it's going to be successful and i think it's because it's not just a random new app that everyone's like gets hyped for a second mm-hmm. and is like everyone go go you know download this whatever be real or lemonade like these other brands mm-hmm. i think lemonade. be real did you ever download that one i think i did i didn't post anything but yeah be real i felt like really had a chance to be successful but i don't know i feel like it kind of just the hype died maybe yeah. i'm the only one who feels that way maybe everyone's still posting on it all the time but i kind of lost my steam with it but i feel like threads because it's integrated into 
Instagram and it's not a whole new thing. It kind of feels more streamlined or something. Yeah. And I it don't know. It doesn't take any effort at no. all. It's literally just writing out your thoughts, which is my favorite. Actually, my favorite part of Instagram is doing stories where I can write stuff out and just send it out into the abyss. And it feels so low pressure and mm -hmm. just fun. Anywhere where I don't have, you don't have to see my face, catch me there. Yes. That's why we love podcasting. Mm -hmm. Video coming soon, but <laughs> we, it's been so nice yeah. to not have to be presentable. It's yes. just like. I know it's, and I also feel like it's just adding another personality to my bundle of personalities I have online. It's like my Instagram personality is different than my TikTok personality. My TikTok is different than now my threads and my podcast. There are things I, like even we talked about last week, which honestly we should never talk about again, but things that were mentioned on Tuesday that it's like, I would never say that on Instagram. No, or no, no. Never say that on, on TikTok. But for some reason I'll say it on the podcast. And honestly, even same with, well, actually I'll say everything on the podcast. This is where all my personalities meet. But. That's true. That's the, <laughs> that's why it's great. This is the Mecca. This is where it yes. all comes together. But the on ho, threads, the wholesome, everything <laughs> yeah. is here. And it's because they can't see us. <laughs> that's right. We can be whatever we want. But on threads, I was thinking, I'm like, I, I know my thread is authentic when I don't want to post it on my Instagram story. Because you know how you can like repost your thread on your Instagram story? Like go mm -hmm. click on this mm -hmm. and view it. I oh, like, absolutely. If I don't want to share it on my Instagram story, I know it's a good thread. And you know why Threads is so beautiful? His great granny ain't on there. She doesn't <laughs> know how to download it. <laughs> my aunt is not on there. She doesn't know how to download it. Yeah, And yeah, that yeah. is freedom. Someone Well, now commented, we just told them. I know. <laughs> hope, I hope they don't listen. But someone commented. They go, well, I know your parents and grandparents. Should I teach them? Like a lady. Because I, I, I posted that on Thread. I'm like, oh, that's the did. best part of it is… Yeah. You can rest easy knowing no one in your extended mm -hmm. family is probably going to. I know your grandparents. Literally, he's like, I know them. Should I teach them? Literally blocked her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. You've got to go. You're probably, you have probably. I know them? Yeah. I'm like, get out of here. You, you're you not in the hoe era with me. No. You, no. There are certain phases where it's just like, let me be. Please. Please let us just have this. Yes. Don't download threads. No. You don't need it if you. And just don't. No, I know. I saw my mom's username pop up on my TikTok. <laughs> like, <laughs> I already knew she followed me because she'll mention stuff. But and on I, threads, she follows you? No, not on threads. On TikTok. Oh, I was like, that's that's like with the time. No, to be no, on no. That. On TikTok, she has like no no profile picture, no nothing. But it's like her name, and I'm like, oh, mom, come on, please, just let me be. No, I banished my, my parents. But I them. do, I do understand wanting to see your kids' content. Not for like, I don't think my mom's trying to see something to get mad at. She never gets mad at anything I post or anything. But I do understand that, like, wanting to see what your kids are up to, like when you're yeah. friends. But I'm you like, unfortunately, on this Instagram, is <laughs> you got the podcast. That's what I told my parents because my dad's like, I had posted something when I went to Hawaii. I was like, oh, I'm gonna post. Your parents all... don't see any of your TikToks. They probably do. They probably just oh. don't say. Anything. I don't know. Maybe they do. I was gonna say they're missing out. Great. Now they're going to download it. No, it's nothing crazy. I'm pretty much this. I well, no, I'm not the same on Instagram. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same. Screaming. My dad's like, well, uh, what are we supposed to do if we don't have TikTok? Because I, I was saying something on my story. I was like, oh, I'm posting every day on TikTok vlogs or something. He's like, well, what if we don't have TikTok? I'm like, what are we doing right now? A, a personal FaceTime call. You have the podcast. You can you watch mm -hmm. my YouTube videos. You see all my Instagram stories. Yeah. You have five forms of content. You do not yeah. need TikTok and threads. No, that's Give true. me this one 
space. Be free. To be free as a hoe. Please. Just give me that. I'm screaming. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just, I thought like I had BO. I just smell myself for a second. I always try and do that in public so sneakily. Like Don't I'll be like reaching for clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had video to show. The toxic deodorant is slaying. Wait, okay. I have, smell good. I have um, Kate Reagan or Reagan on TikTok. She posted about this non-toxic deodorant. She's like, I swear this is the only one that works. I've heard and that I one just before. Bought it. Did you try it? No, what is it? You've heard of it? No, no, no. I'm saying I've heard oh, that oh, one oh. before. It's oh. like, this is the only one that works. Oh. Trust me. Well, it was coming from her. She, yeah. It's not her brand. So I trusted her a little more because she was like, I swear, like, this is the only one. My postpartum BO was so bad. What so I ordered it? it. It's called, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Agent Nature. Nature. It's okay, not nature, that, that but it's like na- nature. I don't freaking know. No, I trust her. Don't Stay get me tuned. Wrong. She's everything. I love her. I'm just saying. I've heard that yeah. phrase one too many times. And people be like, trust me, this one. And then I use it. I'm like, I smell like onions. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll see. I'll give you an update on this one. Okay. Because I have been using Secret every once in a while, but I don't know. It, it scares me that I don't sweat at all when I wear that. I love it. scares it. me how good I smell. My <laughs> life has been literally exponentially better. But you know what? With Secret or maybe Dove, I don't know what everyone, I don't even know what I use because it's NYX. But it gets my clothes so freaking white. Like if I put a shirt on or something, I always have deodorant. Mm. Especially when I work out, like I try and put that freaking tight bra on and it's like white everywhere. Stripes. No, I'm so over it. Whenever I post it, people are like, JC, that can cause the... I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I am so... I don't care. Like I can only do so much. I already... I really feel that way. I am like, I appreciate and support your non-toxic life so much and I do what I can yeah. to be like healthy to eat organic I really do but I can't we do all it have all. our things we all have our things let I will be using deodorant yeah I'm sorry that's I where I'm that. at in life and maybe I'll change my mind I respect that for but you. I'm not I'm not doing that right now <laughs> I don't care <laughs> no one said <laughs> tried to force you no they do whenever I post about it they're like that's so bad for you oh, I'm uh-oh. like I'm sorry. I'm sure there's one thing you do too yeah. that's not no, great. That's, we all have our things. Let me be. I can guarantee there's something in your routine that is very toxic. <laughs> what? I'm sure drinking out of Miss Fridge is about to kill me. My what? my water that comes out of that <laughs> fridge from 1922. Like yeah. I'm already. Don't worry. Oh, you should see my Brita. You should see my freaking Brita. <laughs> I just tried to order a new water filter. Have you heard of Arc? A A R K E. I don't know. I don't think so. A A R K. Is there Wait, a song what is for it? it? No, that's from Arthur. Did oh. you watch Arthur? A A R D B A R K. Hard work. Anyways, A A R K E. As we've heard six times now. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the memory out of my head. Anyways, it's a really cute water filter, and I ordered it, but then it got freaking returned. So I've been having to that use goes my. Where in your fridge? No, it's just like a. It looks. It's just a standstill one, but it's just cute. Oh, okay. My Brita that I have from Target is mm-hmm. not cute. And okay. it's just always on my counter and it's like starting to get like build up around it. You Please. know what I mean? It's just it literally has mold on it. If anyone has any good water filter recommendations, let me know. That's not a freaking eyesore in my house because there's that big silver one. That's also almost a thousand dollars. 
I'm not familiar with all these water. The filters. ones that was at uh, it was at Solvang, the house. In oh, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Like, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it is huge. No, we don't. Got but the I do space. want filtered water. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. The, let's move on. Yeah, non-toxic the, life. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm also ready. I know our girlies are going to be very excited that we have Clean Simple Eats as a sponsor, and that we can have a discount code for you guys because. Clean Simple Eats is a very, very popular brand, especially amongst TikTok. I see their products all the time and it's because they taste freaking amazing. So their protein powder, their vanilla protein powder is one of the best tasting protein powders I've actually ever had in my entire life. Um, I also love the chocolate. I just made these protein balls and I used um, Clean Simple Eats chocolate protein powder as well as their nut butter. It was like a cinnamon almond butter that they have that's so good. Um, and I've also been taking their greens a lot, actually. I have the tropical one and it tastes delicious. You just put a scoop in water, froth it up and gives you something different to sip on than water. It tastes really good and you're getting your greens in as well. Also, uh, their vanilla protein powder with orange juice is literally an orange creamsicle and you just froth it up. So good. They have so many, so many good products. The other day, Abby came up to me and she was like, we were talking about protein powders for some reason. She's like, have you ever tried Clean Simple Eats? And I was like, of course I have. They're a sponsor for our show. And she was talking about how good and creamy their protein powder was. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients, third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Plus, Clean Simple Eats is a female-founded, female-owned business, which we love. They have 26 delicious all-natural flavors. You can try 10 of them in their protein variety pack, which is only $18 with our code. So visit cleansimpleeats.com and use the code what we said at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's cleansimpleeats.com, code what we said for 20% off your first order. Go check it out. I love Jenny Kane, okay? And they are one of our sponsors and I am so happy because I... Not only love going into the store because the aesthetics are just so warm and cozy and beautiful, but their clothes are the same way. They are so beautiful. They're so comfy. I love getting basics here that are really good quality. And I always get compliments when I wear the sweaters. And I also have this, it's called their Merino tank that I wear. It's black and it's such a good basic. I always grab it um, in my closet when I'm looking for something to pair with jeans or um, like boxer shorts or anything like that. It goes so good with everything. And I also just got Case, a little cotton fisherman sweater from Jenny Kane. It's so freaking cute. It's like a navy color. And he actually wore them in some of our family photos. And I got Nick a Jenny Kane sweater as well. And we're just in love with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through. And their summer staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined from flowy dresses and lightweight cotton cardigans to elevated versions of all of your everyday basics. Not to mention the most incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best summer yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code what we said to get 15% off you guys. That is actually such a good deal. And even though they are known for their super luxe cashmere sweaters, which I have one of their cashmere cardigans and it is such good quality and so insanely comfortable. um, They also do summer cotton better than anyone. So they have like one called the Chloe cardigan and it's amazing for beach days. Their cotton fisherman sweater is a bestseller every year. They have lots of dresses for summer occasions. 
that can be like your go-to uniform. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. And like Chelsea mentioned, their home essentials are insanely beautiful. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code what we said at checkout. That is 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E.com promo code what we said. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Um, we haven't talked about the Kardashians much. Yet. No, we haven't. But I think we should talk about the Kardashians. Oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> my Kardashians. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Uh, let's talk. Oh, uh, sorry. Caught up. Courtney and Kim. Yeah. I just caught up on this week's. Okay. Well, I guess last week's if you're when you're listening to this sorry mm-hmm. but the kim and courtney thing mm-hmm. the fight oh is it a fight yeah it's a fight and i wanted to hear your thoughts first let's hear yours first <laughs> i need your thoughts to form my thoughts so <laughs> kidding okay here are my thoughts when i was watching it and i was watching it with abby so we got a sister like close in age me mm-hmm. and abby are both close in age i feel like and we were talking about how Relatable in a sense it is, but also they're talking about millions of dollars and multi-million dollar businesses and like worldwide brands. So yeah. it's a little bit different, I'm sure heavier, but we were just saying how when you're that close and your sisters, you you do have there's not a sense of competition necessarily, but there is like you're always getting compared, whether you like it or not. You're mm-hmm. always getting compared. You're always like next to each other. So people are always gonna be like, Oh, you have this, you have this, like, you know. And I think that. I see both sides of it. I truly do not to be like, you know, so unopinionated, but I do see both sides. I see where Kim is coming from, where she's like, well, what was I supposed to do? Like, just say no, because you'd be mad. But I do think this all could have been a little bit more. And and I do think that Courtney is being a little condescending and like how she's going about it. I think she's like deeply hurt, but she's not expressing it to Kim, like in their sit down thing. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like, Courtney was being as like letting her guard down all the way, which I just think that there's I don't think it's about the fashion show, which they literally said. But people are like, I just see on TikTok. Everyone's like, Courtney is so dumb. Like, I can't believe like blah, 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 blah. Just going off on Courtney about how her wedding wasn't even that original, whatever. And I'm like, you guys, you're so dumb. It's not about the wedding. It's not it's really not even about the wedding. It's not about that. It's like it's deeper. It's way deeper than that. And me and Abby were saying because they were talking about their fight, their physical fight. And uh-huh. I was telling Abby, I'm like, imagine if we got in a physical altercation. We were slapping and hitting each other at this age. That would change our relationship for Forever. a while. Yeah. yeah. I would take a while to get over it. And there's going to be deep-seated, like, I don't know, unresolved feelings where they were, kind, they had their conversation. I was kind of like, they don't look that happy leaving the conversation. They don't look like, oh, like a breath of relief. Here are my thoughts. I, I completely agree. I, I feel the same in the sense that I can see both sides. I can understand actually why Courtney is hurt. Yeah. Even, even if it is the wedding thing, I actually yeah. get that because people are like, well, Kim's the one who started the whole family, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yes, but she kind of wanted her own identity with that thing. And she feels like, I don't know. She, but what I think is the deep seated thing they don't get each other. Like yeah. Kim and Courtney do not get each other. And it, it's clear when they were even having that discussion that I feel like the the more deep-rooted thing that Courtney feels is that, that she kind of does express 
often is just like, she definitely has this narrative of her sisters where it's like, they will just do anything for a check. All they care about, not all they care about, but this is kind of where her head's at, mm-hmm. I feel like. They just care about making money, doing all these like brand their deals, image. their public image. They just are always wanting to do more, more, more. It's never enough. And that is their main priority. And on the flip side, I feel like since I've watched the Kardashians, the narrative has been that Courtney is more lazy, where it's yeah. like, you don't want to work. You don't have a business that maybe you if you had about. a business you cared about, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you just want to be a mom and that's fine, but leave us to whatever. Yeah. And I just feel like they they don't they miss each other. They don't get each other even when they're discussing things. I feel like Kim is kind of unable and unwilling to even like really get into the nitty gritty and be like in those feelings with Courtney. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of like, okay, what was I supposed to do? Not do it. Yeah. And Courtney's like, I am hurt because I just feel like my, my, I feel out of place or misunderstood in my family where it's like, you guys all think I'm lazy when really I do work hard. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I get that. I feel the exact same way. It's like they have, I saw this TikTok about, Courtney and how this guy was basically defending her because everyone on social media has kind of been like on Kim's side, like Courtney, you need to just hating on her. Yeah. And he was basically saying how, why she has her guard up so much because of her family and how she's the eldest daughter. First of all, we know what comes with that. It's like she, her mom had her very young. So she had really young parents, which is fun in one aspect, but also they weren't as experienced of parents. So she was kind of the guinea pig. And then all of her other sisters are kind of reaping the benefits of her experimenting first. Like she was the first one who had a relationship on TV with Scott. Right. And it's like, she's the one who basically exploited that relate, not, uh, not exploited, but their relationship she was showed a exploited. Lot of yeah. And she had so much trauma from that. Like, you know, basically that was the main storyline of the Kardashians. A lot of the times it was like Kim and her career she never really showed who she was dating and then Courtney and Scott and all of that drama and like them starting a family and all this stuff. So she's constantly now she's like, I don't want this anymore. She's been hurt the most by it. And they're like, I don't get it. Like what you don't like the show, just don't do it. And they don't understand. Like you're saying, it feels like she doesn't get the respect. Like Mm -hmm. she, she has done a lot for the show and just in general. And she like, doesn't, I feel that she thinks like, I don't get respected. Yeah. The part that I've played, like I do all this and then it's like, you're lazy. You don't work hard. She's like, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be in this environment then where you guys say that. But at the same time, like watching it, I am almost more inclined when I was watching to take Kim's side where I'm like, yeah, it's not that deep. Like, I get it. Because Uh, Courtney wasn't communicate to me. Courtney wasn't communicating it like compassionately either. Like she was like, you need to think about why you're like this. Like, why you care so much. And Kim, was, that makes Kim start to defend herself. Yeah, She's not like, you're right, Courtney. Like, I only care about my achievements. It's like, you're, that's not going to get a good conversation no. going. Like, And then even when Kim was like, we haven't been the same since the fight. And Courtney's like, no, we have. Like, okay, you haven't. Yeah. Like, but it's like, she has this guard up that, yeah. It's it's kind of sad to watch, honestly. It is. It's kind of frustrating to watch because mm-hmm. you just feel like they don't get each other and they're maybe not going to I know. ever. It's like, yeah, they're sisters. They love each other, but I don't know. They don't have that yeah. same type of connection, I feel like. I know. And they, yeah, they were just saying they don't hang out that much anymore and maybe just aren't as close. So they really don't get each other. Yeah. And they are in such different places where it's like, 
for so long, Courtney had this, you know, crazy relationship. Kim was married for a long time and now they've switched. Like, have they ever really been like super tight, Kim and Courtney? I think so. Really? Yeah. They go through phases where it's like sometimes it's Chloe and Kim, sometimes it's Chloe and Courtney, sometimes it's Courtney and Kim. Mm. Because I also could see, like you said, she's the oldest daughter. And even on this recent episode when they're like, you see Kim as the leader of your family. I could see that also bruising her ego a little bit. Being like, cool, I'm the oldest sister. And it's like, it's just Kim, 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 Kim constantly. Like I literally get not one ounce of credit, respect for anything I've done. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I see it. I see both sides for sure. Yeah, because people also are always like, Kim you know, is the reason this family is famous, which which is true, is true. But but the show wouldn't have been as successful as it was without Courtney. Everyone plays a part. I always think about that with any, even like any influencer Mm -hmm. who maybe gets popular, but they are like, I don't know, you could you could use this with anyone really. Has a posse or something? Has a posse or even a husband that like oh, yeah. joins them and, and starts doing social media. And then, I don't know, I've kind of heard the narrative where it's like, well, I made them this way. It's like, yeah. no, your relationship like made you as famous as yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so just true. you. It's like they play a big part in that. Like yeah. I've seen that many times with girls who are YouTubers or something will like become big and then them and their boyfriend and, and their boyfriend like wasn't didn't have a social media presence before and then they'll break up or something and then the girl will always be like I made them famous essentially yeah. and it's like yes you did but also the reason you got probably a lot of your followers is because people like to watch your relationship yeah so if you didn't have him you probably wouldn't have that same no it's uh, very true amount of clout I guess yeah so I feel like that with the Kardashians it's like yes Kim started it but without her sisters yeah what would the show be yeah nothing it's- just her no. no, like that's what makes it interesting. It's yeah. like, yes, she is the maybe the main the main event, but they all play a huge role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what why it's so interesting is the sister dynamic. Mm-hmm. I know. I think that the season's actually really good. Yeah, I love Tyson it. and I were talking about it. He's Kylie like, and Kendall have done nothing, but they've done nothing. <laughs> they've not pulled their weight. But Tyson was saying he's like, I literally eat everything up. I'm like, yes. same. They give me crumbs. I'm eating. Chris's dinner was so funny. Them cheersing each other back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe. Okay, Chloe. I'm obsessed with Chloe. Like the last two seasons, I've just been such a diehard for Chloe. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She's, I just want her to give me pep talks and like give me hugs. Same. Like I want her to be my older sister because she's so comforting. Yes, so comforting and so funny. Mm -hmm. She's so funny with the things that she says and how she roasts literally her whole family like <laughs> she's like okay it's a ping pong tournament <laughs> yeah she just kills me and I, I love, love her, her. and I hope that she finds just the perfect spouse because she has literally had the worst I don't even know it's luck at this point but oh. she's had the worst luck the worst yeah I know hoping for good things stay um, tuned milk makeup I'm so, so excited and happy about this sponsor because I love, love, love their Hydro Grip Primer. This is one of the like grippiest, if you will, uh, primers I've ever worn that actually helps my makeup stay. And I feel like especially during the summertime, if you live somewhere hot or just really anywhere in the summer gets kind of sweaty or sticky outside and your makeup starts to slide or melt off. 
And the Hydro Grip Primer from Milk Makeup really helps your makeup stay intact. And it gives you like a very glowy base as well. Um, I have been doing very minimal makeup for the summertime, but I feel like specifically if you're doing some glam and you want it to stay, you need to get this primer because it's really, really good. I have a chronic problem of my eye makeup always smearing and smudging and just, yeah, melting off of my face, especially when I wear eyeshadow or do a little bit of like a liner. I wore the Hydro Grip Primer for our shoot, actually, that we did for our merch a couple days ago because I knew I was going to be sweating. And if I do say so myself, my skin was very glowy and dewy. The makeup was makeuping. It's also clean, vegan, and cruelty-free. They also have 94% natural, vegan, clean, cruelty-free, paraben-free, silicone-free, oil-free, fragrance-free, and gluten-free, which we love all the frees. They also have 4,700 five-star reviews. So you know this stuff is good. You can trust, if you can't trust us, you can trust everybody else. So you can head over to your local Sephora or get yours at milkmakeup.com. Again, that is milkmakeup.com. Go check it out. We are jumping into an ad real quick to talk about Squarespace. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. We absolutely love Squarespace. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So if you're just starting out or you're managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it very easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all on your terms, which is amazing with Squarespace. It's so customizable. It makes everything so easy. It's very user-friendly. We have used Squarespace on pretty much all of our businesses that we've started, any blogs that we've had. It's so actually fun to set up a website and get creative and, you know, start moving things around and showcasing your product or whatever it is that you're selling in a beautiful way. Something that is really nice that Squarespace has is an asset library. Okay, I can't even begin to describe how annoying it is when you try to upload a photo or a video onto your website or something and you have to keep scrolling back in your photo whatever camera roll for forever to try and find it when they have when you go onto your asset library you can upload organize and access all your content from one place with the new asset library you're able to manage all your files from one central hub and use them across the squarespace platform so if you have one photo you're using all the time you don't have to keep scrolling back for it which is heaven sent Squarespace is incredibly user-friendly, which is such an amazing perk because you can make something look really beautiful and professional, but you don't have to know that much. You can also sell like custom merch on your website and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. You can have products from an online store on there. They have tons of different website templates uh, with designs for every category. And then you can customize your look, update content, and you can add little features to fit your unique needs. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. If you're in the market for this, you're starting want to start your own business or anything, uh, I highly, highly recommend. Let's get on to into lighter things. Like our five-year anniversary, anniversary. We've prepared a few things, just some some thoughts. And we're going to tell tell you guys about some stuff that <laughs> we've learned from the starting the podcast, some of our favorite things, some of our least favorite things, some podcast tips to end off with. Woo. And 
going to be a party. What do you want to start with? Let's start with our favorite episode ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. This was impossible for me to choose. I know. I chose a couple. I can only see from like the past month. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to go back in time mm-hmm. to ever. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. searching through and I'm like, it's hard to, it's really hard to remember. I'm thinking of ones that were in the moment. I still remember recording them. Because there are some episodes that I don't remember recording. I'm going to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. And then there are some episodes I can specifically remember Moments. dying laughing recording them. Yeah. You go first then. I was saying our first ever embarrassing stories episode. Mm. Because that was a, the first time we kind of broke into the stories. I mean, we had done like first kiss and dating. But then we did embarrassing stories. And it was like it unlocked this new level of entertainment for us. And then we kept doing that and kept going in that direction. But I just remember those stories being so funny. Excuse me. (laughs) So funny to us. And we were dying laughing. And they were just so so shocking. That's a good one. That was the the beginning of the... The end. The end. I'm like, and this is us. I started last episode. It was the beginning of like that, yeah, style of content from us, I guess. The Mm -hmm. unhingedness of it all. Okay, well, this is recent. I literally have, you know, I just have such a bad memory. But, well, I will say the Halloween episode with Tyson. Yes. Was one of my faves. Just the swap that we did when we did Chester, Jasper and Chester. And we were cotton candy. Cotton candy. It was so fun. It was also just, I totally remember, obviously, recording it and just dying laughing. That stuff. Oh, the Halloween episodes are really just so fun. They're so fun and they're they're a little more special because we're dressed up and we put extra effort into them. So honestly, all of our Halloween episodes are some of my favorites. Yeah. I also loved our father-in-law one. We already talked about that, but it was just so funny. And also was something new and different that we hadn't done. I wrote that one down too. Yeah. That was just that so was funny. That was recent, but yeah. yeah, that was one where we were laughing out loud. Yeah. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Do you have any more? Nope. Lastly, was, favorite. well, this was, again, literally so recent, but just our friendship one. I thought that it was special yeah. and it was something new, too, because we never really have. I mean, I guess we have people that we're close to on the podcast sometimes, but we had never had Rachel and Danny on and we are just around them all the time. So it was really fun to record with them. It was different. It was different for us and it was special. OK, what about your least favorite episode? So my least favorite episode, I said, is holiday wish list episodes. <laughs> I'm bored and you I know feel what? like those are the so least right like that. entertaining episodes. I'm just yeah. like who cares? Like should we do that again this year? I don't know. We we can. I no, think people like it. But maybe I, the first year we did it was fine, but then after that's like I still like these things. Yeah. Still get them. Uh-huh. I just feel like that's boring. Yeah. For me to record. Yes. I don't like feeling bored when I'm recording. That is the last thing I want to do. Or that's the last thing I want yeah, to let put us, out is like something I don't even. Comment a Christmas tree if you want us to cut the holiday wishlist episode this year, okay? If you don't want us to do the holiday wishlist episode this year, put a Christmas tree on a recent post and we'll see how many we get. Okay. That, maybe people like it though because. I could see people not liking it. <laughs> But I could also see them being like, oh, that's something kind of different. But in like audio form, snooze. Snooze. I'm bored. I am so bored. I don't yeah. want to do that. No, I don't either. It's like I want a list. I want something I can click through real fast. I want to totally. swipe through on TikTok, you know? Totally. 
Like, we can share some of our favorite things casually in episodes, but I'm not looking to do a full list one. No. So that was my, that was my. That's a favorite. good one. What's, what's yours? Should I? We could maybe cut this out, but it was one that we never released, unfortunately. And that is why, because we only give you premium content. Oh, yes. And there was one that we recorded that. Oh, the recent one? No. Oh, we've done that twice. Remember we did that kind of recently? Recorded an entire episode and then we deleted did? the entire thing. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We said, never mind. We don't want that. We, yeah, we, I was thinking of the first one. Okay, okay. Yeah. We've done that twice. From a long time ago. Yeah, we've yes. only done that twice. And we really sometimes we're like, oh, it's fine. And then we'll always just have this feeling we're like regretful. it's just not good. No. It's not even that there was anything like, oh, that was tea. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't that at all. It was just like, it was not yeah. interesting enough. No. We both felt it. Yeah. We got done. We didn't feel good. Yeah. And then the next day, I think I texted you. I'm like, I hated that episode. And you go, me too. And I'm like, let's re-record. Yeah. And we 100%. didn't even talk about anything that we had. No. The previous. Yeah. It was time. dumb. Yeah. Both of them. Yes. Okay. Let's get in. You know, when I was writing these things down, I was starting to get a little emo. Oh. Thinking about it. I, I don't want to cry, but I will 100% yeah. in this episode. All right. We wrote down. Things that the podcast has taught us over the last five years. Okay. This is my number one. Okay. That vulnerability is freedom. Love that. And I think to expand on that, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I've learned how liberating it is to open up about things that you maybe think you're alone in or that you're the only one who thinks that way or the only one who feels that way. There are so many times on the podcast that I will talk about something, a fear I have or a feeling where I'm feeling almost like shameful about it. And I almost just confess it on the podcast and I'm opening up about something. And I, I kind of afterwards feel like, I don't know if I should have shared that. Like I feel way too vulnerable. I'm like, but then I get rewarded for it, (laughs) but they get validation, but it always shows me how, even if some people are like, that was, you know. No one really says anything mean about it. But the people who reply and say, I've felt the same exact way. Like I've had the same exact experience. It's so, I don't even know the right word, like connecting. It's just so amazing to feel that, that you're not alone in these little things. And when you are open and honest, every time that happens, I'm more and more motivated to actually share and be honest on the podcast because I'm just like, this is so liberating to just talk about how I feel and even if I feel alone and weird in it, I'm not. I had the exact same thing written down. I had that we are all more alike than we think and it makes me feel more connected to humanity. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, it just, even meeting people in person and having these true connections with them, like at our shows and stuff, it just makes me, kind of restores my faith in humanity, I think. Just being able to, it restores my faith in just social media as well because I think it can be looked at as such like a vapid, if you will, thing. Mm-hmm. And to really feel that connection is like just so, I don't know. It's really cool and it kind of restores my faith in everything. We're going to do a whole episode about being Delulu, but something that I've learned is just to be delusional and go for it. Mm-hmm. I think I wanted to kind of maybe tell more of the story of how we started the podcast in that delusional episode because oh yeah, um, we were very delusional because we were very delusional. It was just like a very spur of the moment fun thing, and but at the same time, 
it was something that we both felt passionate and good about. And I think that that has taught me to always follow that. Like, yeah, just do it. Just go for it. If you have this thing that you can't stop thinking about or that you think would be so fun that lights you up and you feel so passionate about, you should absolutely do it. Like there's a reason you feel that way. Yeah, it makes the impossible feel possible. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I I also learned how just kind of what we were talking about before about how good people are. And like you were saying, restoring your faith in humanity. But I think because some of the stories are so shocking and we hear some of the worst people, but then when we get the stories about how amazing people are, like kind things people do or meeting people, it is this, I don't know, mind expanding experience, I guess, to hear so many different perspectives and hear so many different experiences that not only does it make you, like we were saying, like not feel less alone or feel less alone. Wait, what? Feel less alone. <laughs> but I just feel like it makes me understand and it's it gives me hope of how many meaningful relationships there are, how many beautiful people there are that we haven't met yet. You know, all of those things that it just gives me a lot of hope. I agree. You know what? One of my other favorite episodes are that we've done twice. Mm. The nicest thing anyone's ever done. Yes. For me. We got to keep doing that. We got to keep doing that because that makes me sob every time. I know. It is everything and more. I know. Do you have more things that you've learned? (laughs) Yeah. I also kind of, I can mix these two together, but how life is just constant learning. I feel like we've changed our our minds so many times throughout the years. Like some of Mm -hmm. our episodes are complete opposites of other episodes. Like we'll have an episode all about, you know, being one thing and then Two years later, we do one about being complete opposite. Like, we'll be like, yeah, just meditate. We, we promise it's good. And then two weeks later, it's like, no one meditates. Like, let's get over. You know what I'm saying? Just totally. things like that where we just change our mind constantly. But it's just taught me that life is constant learning and evolving. And that is one of the most fun parts about it. Even when we have people on to do interviews and they're sharing their life story or or they're informing us about something. It's just so eye-opening and I literally believe everything I'm like okay I'm just constantly gaining this knowledge and this information and this wisdom from people and I love that and I feel like it's really awesome that we get that but then also we get to share it with everyone who listens yeah I I had written down like because we wrote down also some ways that the podcast has changed our lives or blessed our lives and I think one of the main things for me has been that you guys as listeners have allowed us to change and evolve Mm mm-hmm And feeling that it's kind of what you're saying. It's freedom. It's like having people, you know, and I'm sure we've lost some people along the way, of course, but like having people listen to us for five years, they have seen all different versions of us. And if they're still here and they still enjoy listening, they've allowed that. And I think that's really beautiful. It's kind of like we were talking about in the friendship episode, allowing people to change and change their mind. And like you said, I have opinions a few years ago that I absolutely do not have anymore. I've completely changed my mind on things. And I really appreciate that people allow yeah. us to do that. And it makes me, it gives me like permission, I feel like, to be myself. And then I feel like we can reflect that back to people and be like, you don't have to stay the same. Like you can change your mind, you can evolve and we can all just grow together, you know? Yeah. It's so crazy how thinking of all of our different even self-help episodes like different seasons of our lives and how that was us being open and honest totally each time even though they're so different but it is it's just us at that exact moment in time it's really cool to have that even as 
the longest diary ever, but like of look back what on. we were thinking at that time or what was going on in our lives, which is really something I even put in like w- what it's the podcast has taught me. And I guess is also something that's like blessed me is it's literally therapy every single week. We it get is. to, we get to literally reflect on our, on our weeks. Every single week we talk about what we did, what we've been thinking, every thought that enters our mind comes out on it and we get to process it verbally. And I feel like when we talk through our problems or even our complaints and we just get so much closer to each other, to everybody. And we also share so much, like we've shared so much on this podcast. Like we, like we were just saying, it's been five years. That's five years of our marriage. A majority of our, both of our marriages, Mm -hmm. majority of our dog's lives. Yeah. I literally had my gender reveal on here to you. Yeah. Oh and my gosh. Like of my literal child. Like we've just gone through so much together where I remember years ago us talking about kids and like mm-hmm. talking about how we were like how we wanted kids. And I remember being like, I don't know if like I'm not super wanting them. Like we've gone from there to like now us like wanting to start our families and like having kids. And it's yes. just like insane to me that we've just grown so much and gone through it all. But the humor, however, has stayed exactly the same. And I just feel like that's a really beautiful thing to have. And for me personally, to have this to talk through all of my thoughts and it just brings me so much peace after I do talk about it has been like amazing. I feel like after every episode, again, not the ones that we just mentioned were the ones we've cut that so rarely happens. I always leave the podcast in a good mood. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done a podcast episode with you and then walked out and been like, ugh. Yeah. That wasn't fun or that wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> and like how lucky mm-hmm. are we to like love every day of work? Yeah. Yeah. It's I know. so it's so cool. And I it's like this. I wrote down like it's like a pink and blue mirror for us. Like every week we just look in this mirror and we get to like reflect on ourselves and reflect on our experiences and and walk away better people every single time. Totally. I think that uh, kind of just adding on to what you just said. Some something that has been so cool is just how much time it's allowed us to spend together. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to. And I feel like this would that would not be the case if we did not start this podcast. No. And I think we're both fully aware of that. Like as close of friends as we as we are and as we were, like we wouldn't be living right next to each other, working together and being forced. I actually love that we're forced to spend time together (laughs) because it makes us so much closer than Mm -hmm. we ever would be because we come together obviously at least once a week sometimes twice a week and we chat through all these things and it's like on and off the podcast I don't know I just feel like it has made our bond like so much stronger so much closer and we would absolutely not have that had it not been the podcast and also just unforgettable experiences together traveling doing tour like things that we just could have never dreamed of yeah, so much time together. So mm-hmm. many like, yeah, trips, car, ro- like road trips, flights together, hotel rooms. Yeah, it's like insane how this has happened for us to be together, to have this job. And it's like we always tell you guys and maybe you don't believe us, but I'm telling you right now, this is the best case scenario for our lives. Totally. Like we are living it right now where it's, we ever since we were in high school we're like we're gonna do these crazy things like 
We're going to live together. Like we're going to have pools connecting in the backyard. We'll live right by each other. Pretty sure we even maybe said California or something like yes. that. Yes. Oh, you brought I have, them. I have birthday cards from Chelsea. Wow, my handwriting has gotten significantly worse. So. <laughs> I have two different ones. One from my 18th birthday and one from my 19th birthday. Oh, wow. But I was I was looking through my memory box this. a while ago. Awesome. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, that I had to pull from the archives because I'm like, this is so cute. It said, you're freaking 18. Holy. Well, you're literally my best friend. Please don't tell the others. <laughs> I, blah, 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 blah. I'm excited to get famous with you and get married and live next door to each other and I'll dress our babies and you'll take pictures of them. I love you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, next. 19. That's only a portion of it, by the way. I'm not reading that. That's all I said. I'm like, that was it. That's all I said. I'm like, I know I'll be your Nepo baby one day. (laughs) Okay. It is your birthday. And it's, hey, well, it's your birthday today. It's freaking awesome. (laughs) You are 19, which is pretty old. We're growing up. Remember when you turned 16? (laughs) I'm sorry. (sighs) And you wore 3D nerd glasses all day. (laughs) No, the 3D nerd glasses. I cannot. Weird how we've been best friends. Can't get through a line. (laughs) For over three years now, I think you make me laugh harder than anyone else. We really should have a talk show together. I'm serious. That would be great fun and great entertainment. Wait, I have never heard that one. That is really crazy. (sighs) Okay. I love you. Seriously, I genuinely love you more than I love other humans. (laughs) Okay, and then it just keeps going on and on. I'm glad you're still friends with a peasant <laughs> with a peasant like me because you're famous. <laughs> Goodbye. You will always have oh you were moving to California. Oh. You said we will always be best friends, even in 25 years when you're in Europe being a famous photographer and I'm living in New York City being a PR for a fashion magazine. I will always text you outrageously funny things and we will always be best friends. Oh my gosh. This literally is not real. <laughs> Keep doing you because you're perfect. Love, Chelsea. P.S. Remember our blog. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm wow. sobbing. I was not expecting to sob that much. That literally needs to be, like, framed. In the Met. Yeah. <laughs> In the Met. <laughs> no, oh, my I gosh. Leif, <laughs> Leif came before the podcast. I was trying to find the right cards to bring because I had seen those, like, a few months ago. And I was like, and then Chelsea mentioned, she's like, you should read one of those in the podcast. So I was trying to find it in my memory box today and I was in my office like rifling through things. I was trying, I was reading them, trying to yeah. find the right one. And Leif comes in. He's like, what are you reminiscing on? He's like, are you crying? <laughs> well, I guess. Mind your business. Yeah, the memory I'm, box. I'm finding the the birthday cards. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, if that gives you an indication of how... I feel like that solidifies what you just said. How this is truly a dream come true for us. It's not just like, you know, us being, being nice. Yeah. Being like, oh yeah, we just had this idea last week and now we're doing it. It's, yeah, it's been nice to spend so much time together and just talk about everything and open up. And we've just kind of been forced to stay close in a way of you know even through life changes it's like we have to figure this out not only because we're friends but because we have this podcast together and we're not going to just not talk about things 
No. So it's pushed us to have good conversations, I feel like, too. Totally. And I feel like it's made, I and I'm speaking for both of us, but just because of that, it's helped us learn how to nurture our relationships, like any relationship, mm-hmm. be good friends, be good spouses, especially because we have so many. It's made me more <laughs> grateful for my spouse because I'm like reading all of these stories. stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I just feel like it's you guys listening to this podcast, you writing in and just all of the things that you do to support us. And us talking every single week into these microphones has just, over the last five years, I cannot even measure how much of a better person I am and how much more of like a lighthearted, just like happier version of myself I am because of it. And it sounds silly because it's just a podcast, but five years is a long time, especially in your early, we went through our 20s with -hmm. you guys pretty much. Yeah. Huge pivotal years. Yeah. So I also wrote down one of the one of the ways the podcast has blessed me is I'm rich now. Please. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kind of kidding. But I also just wanted to say how I can never say enough how grateful I am to you, JC, for everyone listening, like crying about money. <laughs> I'm like, I can afford my clothes. No, but. I can make a living for my family by doing something so fun and something that doesn't feel like a job. And I don't even think when I was younger, I even thought that that was a possibility for a future, like doing something that you love so much and making money and being able to be the person, like the breadwinner of your family and providing a good life for your family. And I've always had like weird feelings about just about money ever since I was, you know, just growing up and stuff. And I feel like this has helped me not only because of the amazing opportunities we've had and because of you guys buy our merch. But <laughs> I'm summer merch just dropped. <laughs> like, if you really want to help me get that new car. <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually am kidding. But <laughs> I never, ever, I want you guys to know, take that for granted. And I always keep that in mind that that is like where it comes from is you guys have made it possible. It's like, yeah, we've worked hard, but it would never, ever have happened without you guys doing that. And like, we're so, so grateful, both of us. I mean, JC was rich before, but Stop. now he's even more rich Stop it right now. I'm very grateful for my Valley girls. Yeah. You make it everything possible. And that's I why I want yeah, everyone to know that. Obviously, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's obvious but I just don't want that to ever get lost that like eh, we wouldn't have anything or any money if it wasn't for people listening. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, again, we could work as hard as we want, but yeah. without people listening or supporting us or buying our merch or doing any of these things, like what do we have to show for? Nothing <laughs> yeah. as far as money goes. So yeah, exactly. We're insanely grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why we want to give you guys quality stuff all the time because we know that, you know, mm-hmm. what goes around comes around. Yeah. And if you guys want something big back, <laughs> help me buy a house. <laughs> you don't want this cursed Subaru anymore, yeah. y'all. It's got to get the boot. <laughs> like, I have a good opportunity for you guys to have good <laughs> karma. <laughs> buy so much of our merch. Okay, specific favorite experiences that have to do with the podcast. This is niche. Mm-hmm. And it's after podcast live shows. Going back to the hotel, yes. taking off our makeup, ordering Ooh. food, and watching... <laughs> And watching 
reality Vanderpump, TV. Catfish. Yeah, Catfish, Vanderpump, and just laying there. And we're kind of on a high mm-hmm. because our adrenaline is still like going a little bit and we're just eating food. But we're also kind of exhausted and drained. But we're still talking. Yeah. Is and, the craziest part. We're still we're, chatting. And we're talking about the show. Mm-hmm. We're dying laughing about certain things that happen. Things that should have happened. Things that couldn't have happened. Like just random things about the show mm-hmm. that aren't funny to anyone else, by the no, way. Like if anyone else is listening. No, we're dying laughing. And we're just talking about the show. And honestly, at the end of the night, we're always just like, this is not real. Like, I can't believe we just finished a show here. All of these people came to listen to us literally talk nonsense. Yeah. So fun. So fun. I feel like, yeah, tour was a big one. It was Mm -hmm. even, especially now looking back on tour. Surreal. It's getting nostalgic where. For sure. Like, I'm wanting to go for round two. (laughs) Because it was just such a fun, a memory that I could have never, only in my wildest dreams, quite literally in my wildest dreams, would that be a reality for us? And I feel like, Before the show, even, I kind of was thinking about before the shows when we would be in our green room and like the venue people are like, what is happening? Why are are you in pink and blue feathers (laughs) and sparkles? And what, how are these people sold out? Yes. (laughs) Why are these people coming? And we're like, we don't know. And we know nothing. They're asking us questions. We're like, I don't know. I'm just a girl. (laughs) Yeah. And they're having us do mic checks and we're, just dying laughing, making stupid jokes. We're wearing Uggs with our outfits and like these big <laughs> nasty coats and we just look ridiculous. And we're also, mind you, before that, we're Ubering to the place or getting a car or a ride or something and we're trying to find the Uber and we're walking around town to, in these cities we've literally never been in and these streets we've never been in in the most annoying, loud, <laughs> pink and blue outfits, heels up to the heavens. And people are like, what is this clownery? Like, are you guys in the circus? What's happening? And it's just something. It's just a core memory. It is. Every night of the shows. And we're, we're always probably like somehow late, even though we start f- hours before. Hours. Trying to get there on time. There's <laughs> always, always the, some sort of issue. Like, we the time is wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, I mean, the worst of all. But even just with ourselves, we'll be like, oh, awesome. Forgot my eyeliner. Or like, yeah, just like. I hate my makeup. <laughs> my eyelash is falling off. Yeah. yeah. I so can't fun. find my necklace. Mm-hmm. Which jewelry should I wear? Yeah, that's the classic. Which jewelry? I forgot to vlog. <laughs> Doesn't make a single ounce of content no. for the whole day. We're like, great. And then we're just waiting in the green room before for like an hour while you guys are shuffling in and we're mm-hmm. getting the butterflies. We're trying to come up with life updates and we're making stupid TikToks. The most stressful part of all. Yeah. I also, that kind of bleeds into another one I wrote down is just photo shoot days. Mm. And that I was really thinking about because we just had one for our merch, but it wasn't even as full out as most of ours have been in the past. And those are some of my favorite days ever when it's me and you and Danny and Beth usually. And we have a basically, basically, <laughs> basically, full packed day of taking photos for what we said. And the same thing, we're wearing clown outfits like pink and blue (laughs) head to toe walking around like at the beach wearing these matching we look like Tweedledee and Tweedledum whenever we meet people in public if we meet happen to see someone who listens to the podcast in public they're like oh my gosh like I listened to what we said we're like 
We don't always look like this. We're not literal clowns that walk around in pink and blue always matching. I promise. Especially if we're taking pictures, we're like linking arms, like peace sign. They're like, wow. Oh my gosh. They really, really, no, no, no. This is a special occasion. But we usually get food, talk in the car. We usually drive, drive in somewhere. Takes hours to get there. Yeah. But those memories I'll always have. Same for the rest of my life. I I love those days and I want to have a full one soon. I know. They they really are so fun. I always feel very fulfilled afterward. I feel like because it also kind of uh fills this part of my heart of photography and being creative mm-hmm. again, you know? Yeah. Kind of because Chelsea's usually in charge of styling the outfits more or helping with that. And I'll be in charge of like the location and kind of the photo vibe. And mm-hmm. so it's fun. It's fun for us to collaborate on that. Yeah. I cannot believe this has been five years. Either it's crazy. My other just favorite specific experience that I have in my mind is just going into Dear Media and recording. Mm-hmm. It feels so surreal, actually. Yeah. When I really stop to think about it, podcasting with some people that we've even you know podcasting with Kelsey Kreppel, podcasting with the Pretty Basic Girls, like, and there's so many more people getting confidential, like, and going into the Dear Media office and recording these episodes and being like, this is my job. Like, it's a really surreal, fun experience. And seeing our podcast thing on the wall there with like all the other podcasts. I know it's hard not to dissociate, honestly. Yeah, it is. To be like, "Ah, this is not real. Yeah. (laughs) Imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's so fun though. It's really, really cool. That's some of my, that's one of my favorite things too. Should we go into some podcast tips to end us off? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I could talk for three hours about just this subject. I know. Um, This is our most asked question, I feel like. mm -hmm. At live shows, DMs, people always want podcast tips. Mm -hmm. And I honestly can't remember where we ever give them. If it's just to the live shows, if we've done a lot of talking about it on the actual podcast, but I don't feel like we talk about it a ton. I'm ready. But now's the time, maybe. Okay, well, the first thing I will say, there's so many, I don't know where to start, but I think one of the first things is just the importance of marketing and how people view things and hooking people and putting your own twist on something. Mm -hmm. An example that I could give is like, I was trying to think of something that I feel like, well, I guess this doesn't have to do with the podcast specifically. In all, in all honesty, I feel like lately Chelsea and I have had a resurgence of inspiration for the podcast. Not that we ever weren't inspired, but I feel like we got kind of complacent or just like, awesome, the podcast is doing well and like wouldn't put as much time as we used to into photo shoots, into marketing materials and things like that. And I think we're kind of getting back on the, the wheel of like being inspired to do that again. I think Tor took it out of us a little bit. I think so too. <laughs> just how um, amazing it was. I'm like, it was exhausting. <laughs> no, it's true. It's just we were very yeah. busy with that with prepping for all the shows and like trying to give that our all and traveling and stuff. But I think like how you present something is everything. And it's important to have captivating or eye-catching like titles or just the way that you, okay, for example, I'll give this example. Like, and this is just a personal thing that I do on TikTok. I see 5 million get ready with me videos a day. Get ready with me to go here. 
as soon, to be honest, as soon as I hear the words like get ready with me or like help me pick my outfit, I scroll. I don't care because I've seen a million videos like that. I'm not saying you shouldn't make them. Like, I think they're cute. And some people, it does so well for them. Just personally, it's like once I hear something a lot or see it a lot, I just get bored. Kind of same with Get Ready With Me, which I still make those videos, but I digress. My new series that I've been doing, How Ho Should I Go? Shout out Kelsey. We talked about that on her episode. That's where it was born. That is a unique spin on like a Get Ready With Me. A classic Mm -hmm. like, oh, what outfit should I choose for this event? But calling it something, having it be a certain series or a certain certain verbiage around it, I think makes something more interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I think for podcasting, you need to do that same thing. Like if you want to do a health and wellness podcast, I don't want to see the title being like, this is just personal. Again, I'm not the end all be all. Some people are very successful doing this. But just personally, if I was starting a podcast right now, like a health and wellness one, I would be trying to put my spin on things as much as possible. I would not be like, you know, title, why you should drink water, why hydration is important. Nope. Like, we're bored. You need to switch it up, have an eye catching, how to be a hydration, you know, whatever, hydrated queen this summer. I don't, that's not even that cool. But like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Just mix up the verbiage. Mix up the verbiage and people will be way more interested Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah, it's true. And also clickbait works. That's why everyone does it. And as annoying as it is to be clickbaited, you ha- if you know you have good content, but it's going to be hard to draw new people in, clickbait them. And not in a way where you're lying completely, but in a way that's going to be pick the most interesting part of your podcast episode and put that as the title or put that as the main point um, that you talk talk about on your Instagram stories or something exactly. like that. And have it be, it. yeah, have it be something where it seems fast and easy and and very enticing for people to click on because it's it same goes with your actual content. You have to think about what you would want to listen to and what you would click on. If I see a podcast episode that looks like a snooze fest, the the title of it, I'm not going to click on it. Mm-hmm. I want I think about what I would want to click on, what kind of episodes I look for, and which ones I skip. And same with the content. If you're making content that you wouldn't want to watch or you wouldn't want to listen to, why would anyone else listen to it? That's really the best advice is, is that's the only thing you have is your own perspective. So it's way better to actually look inward and be like, what would I want to listen to? than be like, what would everyone else want to hear? That's impossible mm-hmm. to know. Like, yes, yeah. you can you can take feedback from people if they're like, I want to hear more of this. That's good, you know, intel for you to, insight for you to use. But I completely agree. It's like, what that's what I'm saying with a health and wellness podcast. Yeah. It's like we've got hundreds of thousands of them. So you can't be doing the same yeah. cover photo and the same stuff as everyone else. Like you you have got to try and switch it up. And by the way, I'm not saying that I'm like have the most unique content of all time. I just think that it's something to consider, especially yeah. if you're new in the space and you're like wanting to get started and Recognize. you don't already have an yeah, an audience. Yeah. Trying to captivate people. It's very important to get the first, what people see first. It's everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like the first impression of your content is everything, unfortunately. The meat of it isn't the most important, but what people are going to see is that first impression of what your feed looks like, of what your uh, cover photo looks like, what the title of it is. If it's, yeah, not captivating, people aren't going to click on it, unfortunately. I had the idea of like if someone did have, which I'm like, someone should literally use this, but 
if someone did have a podcast focused on health and wellness or they wanted to do a TikTok series or something, doing like being like, okay, for my podcast this month, like for the month of August, I'm going to do a glow up series. So the first week is uh, mindset glow up. The second week is spiritual glow up. The third Cute. week is physical glow up. The fourth week is whatever. And each episode you go into extreme niche detail about how you are either going to or how you have blown up yeah. in this specific area of life. That to me is an example of like, oh, how you just presented that to me. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Instead of you saying, hey guys, I have a self-help podcast. I'm going to teach you all my tips. The first one, we're going to talk about how to be like mentally strong. It's like, mm -hmm. I would way rather you, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just the presentation mm -hmm. of it that's intriguing and mm -hmm. enticing. Definitely. It's like that 75 hard glow up thing you were talking about too. Yeah. It's like more interesting because it's literally of the word glow up. Yes. And speaking from literal analytics that we've gotten, okay, you're getting the real nitty gritty here, is we get, we can see what episodes do well for us. Okay. And I'm just going to tell you which ones do well for us. Titles specifically. All capitals with exclamation points. I know it's annoying, but it is, especially if it's like embarrassing stories, you know, people are going to click on that. Numbers do well. So like five Things you want, whatever. Uh -huh. Six things are like kind of like what you're saying. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Very specific lists. Oh, the holiday wish list, I guess we have to keep. <laughs> no. no, but things like that where it's how to's. Mm -hmm. Five ways to blah, blah, blah. Those things are very good for titles. And we get that feedback a lot. And unfortunately, we now do all uh, lowercase, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we get switch at any time. Yeah, we, we, we do try and switch it up every once in a while with, you know. Make it unpredictable. But I do think what you're saying, too, kind of goes into this idea uh, that people might have when you make a podcast or when you make content on any platform that you think there's a template and you should just follow that template. Okay, so you have a cute this, you have a cute this, 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 this. What, what do you think? Like a cute cover photo. Oh, okay. A catchy title. And I'll do lists on my episode. And you're like, okay, that's the template. If you really want to be creative and tap into your creative mind, the most creative people, they don't have templates for anything. They won't copy someone else's template. They'll go, okay, that's what I have right now. How can I make this even more? You unique? can get inspiration yeah. and then go even further. Exactly. Yeah. Take it one step further. Keep going one more step. Like, okay, we could have this, but what if we switched up the episodes and they were, uh, this is probably a bad idea, but like, they're just numbers. You know, like, okay, each episode is just a number or something in my title is like, I don't know, something crazy. Yeah. And experiment with something that feels authentic to you. But I feel like if you're just trying, it seems like a money grab when you're starting something and it's just the same template as everybody else and you're doing the same thing as everybody else. You don't put a personalized spin on it or you do the same thing that you've seen other people do with their Instagrams. It's like, okay, I see them do a graphic and then a regular picture. And then I see them do a graphic in a regular picture. It's like, okay, maybe if you see even us doing that, maybe do something different. Like do videos for all of your things. You know what I'm trying right. to say? Like, No, definitely. Don't use the same, like... The best okay, thing you can do is not do exactly. what everyone else is doing. If you see everyone in their bio always says what they talk about and who they are, maybe in your bio, just say one line funny. If it's a funny mm -hmm. podcast, just have a one-liner. Like you don't have to always do what everyone else is doing. And exactly. it will make you different. I agree. And if you are, that's that was back to my point. If you are going to do something, if you're like, oh, I want to do those get ready with me videos. It's like find a way that it's mm -hmm. different and unique exactly. to you. Exactly. 
I also, we always say this, but consistency is quite literally everything. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent and you have to be reliable for people. People don't want to necessarily follow somebody or I'm talking specifically with podcasts. Really, I'm not talking about anything else. Well, obviously, these are podcast tips. Bye. Like not with TikTok. (laughs) With podcasting specifically, people rely on you. They rely on your day. You know what I mean? If you're if you're supposed to be every day, they want to. I go to my podcast and if I don't see the podcast went up every day, I'm sad. You know, I'm like, oh, dang. And then it's easy for people to forget. And I know that's kind of stressful, but it's just the truth. And I saw this quote and it was like. If you or it's like manifestation and it said, if you or that the universe does not react to what you want, it reacts to who you are being like manifestation is not just like, I want this. I'm going to make a list in my mind and hopefully it happens. The whole vibration thing is about you're attracting the same vibration that you're putting out. Mm -hmm. So who are you being? Are you being somebody? Are you acting like a podcast that deserves tons of listens? Are you putting out good content? Are you being consistent? Are you acting like a successful podcast already? You need to be doing that. If you want to be successful, you can't just be like, I want it. And once it's successful, then I'll start doing all this stuff. You quite literally have to be that person now. And that goes for anything in life. If you're trying to, if you want to be somebody going back to health and wellness who people look up to, and you want to be a health and wellness influencer, or you want to be a health and wellness podcaster or something like that, and you're just getting started, you can't just be like, I hope people start listening to me. You have to be someone who is going to attract the same thing. So if you want to be somebody who is doing that stuff, you have to start acting like it. You mm-hmm. have to start, if you want to have a health and wellness platform, you have to walk the walk. You have to meditate every morning. You have to uh, have a, I'm not saying these specific things, but like you have to be consistent in what you're doing. You have to be living that way and you have to become that person before any of that stuff's just going to fall into your lap. Definitely. And going off of that, you have to back yourself and take it seriously and promote yourself 24 Mm seven, especially when you're starting out. Yeah. It's, it's exactly like you're just saying, are you acting like someone who deserves to have a successful podcast or who already does? Because if you're not, then it's hard to even imagine getting there. It's Mm -hmm. like from the beginning, I don't care if you have zero followers. You should be investing in yourself, having an awesome cover photo that you're super proud of. You should be posting every single week. And yeah, you need to be consistent and and be acting exactly like you said in the in accordance with the type of energy you want to receive back. If you want people like you have to believe in yourself before someone else will. You almost have to like demand the the respect of yourself before you can expect others to respect your time. Yeah. You have to act like it's your full-time job Mm -hmm. and treat it as such because otherwise people won't, they don't know. It's like you you treat others how to treat you. Yeah. And so many people will start podcasts and then, or you teach others how to treat you. (laughs) You treat others how to treat you. (laughs) Uh, So many people do that where they just aren't they pro- they probably could have had a successful podcast they just don't stick to it Mm-mm. and maybe that means they weren't meant for it if they're not super into it or something but it's like you got to stick to it for a while yeah. i'm talking like a year mm-hmm. like you need to post every day for a year before yeah. you r- truly give it up and what people don't realize is did i say every day i meant every week if i said every day oh, for a year i didn't, I didn't okay. pay attention to which one you said 
people don't understand the power of 10 listeners. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, only 10 listeners. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, if you are giving them premium content, those 10 listeners are each going to tell one person. So you've just times that by 10. So now you have 100 listeners. We're <laughs> like, what's 110? You know, it, it's exponential growth. Yes. It's not just like, okay, next week I have 11 listeners, maybe. But it's not just, okay, next week 12, next week 13. Maybe it grows slowly at the beginning. But then once those numbers start getting big, now you're multiplying that by thousands. Now, those thousands of listeners might each tell one of their friends. But that's, that's still another thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that is how growth happens. And and that's how our growth happened. It was like literally slowly, just slowly, 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 slowly. Yeah. And it was just constantly going up, going up, going up. And then all of a sudden it wasn't like we went viral. We never went no. viral, really. Mm -hmm. We just all of a sudden everyone was liking our content. <laughs> every <laughs> single person, every person Not in the person. continental United States. Has been listening. listening. And they told everyone in all the other countries as well. And that's why we are <laughs> worldwide. No, but if someone likes it, they're going to tell someone. Mm -hmm. Don't you tell your friends like about, oh, I love this person on TikTok or I love yeah. this podcast. Oh, I've been loving this recently. Think of those 10 listeners you have all doing that to their friends. And if you have information or store, now we're getting really niche, but... <laughs> If you have information or stories or something that people can relay and want to relay to other people, like, oh, I listened to this fun fact on this fun fact on this podcast, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, what podcast by yeah. chance did you happen <laughs> to hear that from? It's like, it's a great way to share. Mm -hmm. So don't just think, oh, I only got, you know, this many shares or this many listens or only two people liked this. It can exponentially grow at any time. Yeah, foster sure. those little seeds, okay? Because they're going to turn into big old money trees. <laughs> also, it's podcasting. I'll end with this on my end. Podcasting is so low risk. Anyone who ever wants to start a podcast, I just highly recommend because what is the risk besides your dignity and pride? <laughs> there is nothing you're risking. It's not that expensive to even buy a mm -hmm. starter mic and like plug it into your computer and... It's really, really low risk when it comes to business. Yeah. It's literally just you, your time, and your thoughts. Yeah. It's, you doesn't take much upfront money. And I just don't see the point in not starting one if you have <laughs> yeah. the urge. Yeah. Like, what's the excuse? And I will tell you this. Stop with the excuses. Mm-hmm. We're done. It's, we're done. It's not, when I have somewhere where I can film it better. Look at us. We still aren't filming it. It's been five years. We're stupid. We know. But we're working on it. Okay. I know we say that's that every week. That's an excuse that's dumb that, that, we'll do, that but, we're saying. Yes. But there are so many excuses. It's like, oh, well, I don't have time. Like, can you find 30 minutes mm -hmm. in one week? Yes. Yeah. I would venture to say pretty much any of you can find 30 minutes, if, even if you, you have to wake up 30 minutes earlier yeah. in one week. If you, and again, I'm not saying everyone, but if you're wanting to start a podcast and you find yourself making excuses, like... It's enough. Yeah. It's so low risk. 100%. And you never know what could come from it. Exactly. So I say just do it. Chase after your dreams. Fly, baby, fly. <laughs> do you have anything else? You can else? do it. This is a long episode. No. And it's a Friday. Wow. Happy Friday. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for supporting us for the past five years. I mean, if you're an OG, wow. I, I don't even know what to say. You have seen a lot of eras. In, yeah. in the past five years. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you so much for 
being with us through all these years. And if you're new, welcome to the Valley Girl Gang. We're so, so happy to have you guys. We just love and adore you guys and appreciate you more than you will literally ever. Quite literally ever now. Make sure to follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast that has anything, anything that we got coming up is there. So that's the hub for everything. If you're feeling extra generous, generous to celebrate our podiversary, please give us a rating and review either on the Spotify app or the Apple podcast app. It means so, so much to us. We love you guys. And that's That's what we we said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.